0: You're giddy today. You're giddy? (laughs) Hey, and then don't do that because if you go,
1: it picks up on the mic. No drums.
2: i think everybody there's a lot of caffeine going on in this room this morning right (laughs) hey everybody welcome to this pink cloud season two episode 36 i am dj kelly reverb recovering alcoholic and sitting in with me i'm very excited uh actually uh the lovely and talented um Charlie Manson of Recovery, uh, <laughs> s- starter of Sobar Basics, LPC, LCDC, the one and only Dusty Burroughs, the vanilla I Viking. I forgot to get that in there, too. Thank you, Kelly. Thank that was you, a Kelly. Mouthful. I know.
0: That was a mouthful. I <laughs> live for these introductions.
2: There's, there's a lot. There's a lot. And speaking of that. His, uh, <laughs> his plutonic life partner, <laughs> I feel like I'm invading a little, uh, you know, like what, what did y'all call it? It's a, a thruple, a thruple. We're a thruple today. Cause I see all it, this is, uh, this over here is, uh, Cassie Braun and she is with Dogs Matter. I personally know her as the posh spice of recovery. <laughs> yes. So, you know. But she's a good kid, and she's out there uh, living in recovery, being her best self, and repping and dogs matter. That's right. Which really, they do matter. Mm, they do. <laughs> they do. They do. <laughs> hey, but excited to have you. Real quick, before we get to the guest, uh, I want to plug the uh, sponsor, which is SummerSky.us. Should be right above my head. And that is 888 857 8857. And that is summersky.us 888 857 8857. They are a great facility out in Stephenville, Texas. I got sober there. You can too. And uh, like I always say, if not, it's a really expensive trip to Stephenville, Texas. Mm-hmm. Beautiful trip. <laughs> right, exactly. And then uh, also be sure and hop on. Uh, if you're not following us uh, or subscribe to the YouTube channel, I'm going to put unique content up there. Uh, maybe like a best of or something like that. But if you go to thispinkcloud.com, uh, that'll take you to the YouTube channel. And hit subscribe, comment on there. Actually, last week I had uh, a guy named Richard Bradshaw, um, and he's got uh, Texas Central harm reduction. And he was talking about fentanyl, uh, fentanyl and opioids, and uh, I almost said fentanoids. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, and all the overdose and Narcan. So there was some really, really important stuff on last week, uh, like life-saving stuff. But, uh, you know, we can't be deep every week, you know? So... But Gotta keep it light. sometimes. Exactly. Exactly. Well, uh, so you guys, I mean, are, are you know, recovery famous to me because, uh-huh. <laughs> because I see y'all I see y'all in my feed all the time. So I'm like and they're always at the gym. Co, uh, you know, co-mingling at the gym, getting their swell on mm-hmm. or getting their tone on or however. But, uh, yeah, so I'm excited to have – I've been, I've been pursuing you for a while. You have. Casey. I'm
1: finally here.
2: <laughs> I know. She finally showed up. It was like I would book her, and then, and then I would go, okay, it's the week of. You're going to be on. And she was like, I can't do it this week. <laughs> so, but I think it was more of a Dogs Matter thing, and we wanted to get the right people in place uh, you know, and on. But, uh, Cassie, if you will – you know uh introduce yourself to the folks and uh kind of tell them a little bit about your backstory
1: yeah i'm cassie also known as Schlassie on facebook um, and posh spice and posh spice excuse me <laughs> uh, i've been sober since december 18th of 2019 um i went to rehab at hannah's house down in south padre that was the best thing that ever happened to me uh I haven't really ever fully told my story, so I'll just kind of wing this. Bear with me. Sure. Uh, I guess I'll start growing up. Uh had a, had a good upbringing. I mean, my mom's like the best person that I know. Uh, but I guess the real struggle started whenever around third and fourth grade, I started getting teased a lot. I had these big-ass Coke bottle glasses that were about an inch thick. Oh, yeah. Made my eyeballs just pop out of my head, basically. (laughs) You were like bubbles? Yes. (laughs) I got you. They're terrible. I think I still have them somewhere. Um, I would like to see those. I'll I'll make sure to make that happen. (laughs) All right. Um, But getting to, it was, I didn't realize how detrimental it was just to even who I am now and what all that did to me. Um, But I just learned to shut down my feelings at a very young age and started being a people-pleaser, just because the teasing just made me, it just made me sad. So from that sure. point, I just wanted everybody to like me. Right. And I well, I
2: think, I think everybody wants everybody to like them, um, you know, and, and, and then, you know, just being a little kid is tough enough. you right. know.
1: So within that, I just, I lost a lot of self love for myself. I just wanted to love everybody else and whatever I could do to make people like me. That's what I did. Um, things started to get better, like, in middle school and high school. I started coming into my own. I got contacts, so that made me feel better about myself. Um, I never drank or anything in high school. I did, like, my last semester going into college, but I played basketball. So, I mean, life was good for the most part. Were
2: you an outside shooter? Did you have a mean, point like, three-point land? No, <laughs> you were driving the lane? Yep. Yeah, all right,
1: cool. I loved it. All right. Um, so I did that and then started drinking. Nothing really – I mean, I had a crazy – Party stage, but mm-hmm. I only, d- I drank, I dabbled in some drugs maybe two or three times a year, um, but nothing ever really, in my eyes, was a problem until um, about two years ago. I had full access to cocaine, mm-hmm. um, and I had never really, I would only done it like two or three times a year, and it just never really was a problem, right? Um, but then I, a lot of drama was happening in my life. I was in a very toxic relationship. And having access to that, it just made, it numbed me. It mm. made me, it made my depression go from sulking in my room to having the energy to just go out and fake it. Right. Um,
2: I like how you said that. Go out and fake it. Because yeah. really. That I thought I was fine. Well, really, but, 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 but when you're on substances, certain substances, you're really not being yourself because you're, you're totally in a different mindset. So, but anyway, Hey, I don't want to tell anybody not to party. So I'm not that guy, but go ahead.
1: Um, so that just, that all started to spiral a lot, um, towards December of 20, what did I say? 2019. Mm-hmm. Um, I almost killed myself. I had a gun in my hand and that was the scariest moment of my life. Um, I was ready to end my life, but my fam, my mom and my dad popped in my head and I texted them, um, and told them that I needed help. I had kind of hinted at that a few months prior to that, but I don't think anybody realized how bad it was. Yeah. Um, I was just in the darkest spot I've ever been, and it's the best decision that I ever made was to make that text and to go to rehab.
2: Right. So, I mean, but like as far as your, I always like to call it your career of using, you know, I mean, it was pretty, it was not a huge window where you were wheels off, right? I mean, it happened relatively quickly for you.
1: Yeah, I mean, looking back on it, my drinking with relationships, I, I learned to, i i cling very easily like once i uh-huh. let you in and i get close i tend to overlove, and and okay. I, I can almost ruin relationships doing that because i just again from i think it all goes back from being teased once somebody accepted me and loved me and mm-hmm. gave me the attention i wanted mm-hmm. if that faded or if somebody got mad at me i would go i'd go the extra mile to try to make it right and it's just it's not not in a healthy way sure no i got gotcha. you um
2: well, uh, so, yeah, Dusty, <laughs> are you here, buddy? <laughs> yeah, I was, you know, it's funny, because
0: those of us who, or those people who know us, um, know how important Cassie is to me, so I wasn't of course. Really expecting to get all of my feelings when she was sharing, so I'm like, breathe, don't cry.
1: <laughs> <laughs> breathe, don't cry.
2: <laughs> well, no, I mean, that's heavy stuff, so you were, you were, uh, like I said, like a short window, but then you got to a point where you just felt like, uh, you know, th- that alternate decision was the best decision for you and then went to went to rehab. Did you do like a 30-day stint or I was 60? there about 52 days. <laughs> about 52 days. Well, they were quite, I was, about, I was there 52 days and three hours and 47 <laughs> minutes.
1: No, so like you had to go for 45, and then I extended uh, for, I think it was like two weeks. Okay, I stayed an extra two weeks. because okay. That's what was interesting about rehab. I mean, 30 days seemed like a lifetime going into it. Sure. But really, that's when the work really, sh- I was able to get started. Because, mm-hmm. like, it takes that 30 days to get comfortable, get acclimated to working a program in and there, get, talking get to your used counselor. To be, And you yeah. get used
2: to being, like, yeah. there without the substances. And I was scared. I mean, I'm yeah. coming
1: back into the real world, not knowing what was going to happen with oh my yeah. friends, not drinking, like, just what life was going to be like. Right.
0: But what do you think was the, the best part, the game changer for you while you were in treatment?
2: going deep that's what I do
1: <laughs> really the time to myself that's because we had talked about doing outpatient and me staying home and just kind of going, still working my job and then going and doing things outside of that but that was probably the first time I've ever fully focused on myself mm-hmm. that was vital to where I'm at right now
2: yeah because you probably were one of those overachievers. I I get that from you like that you just throw yourself into work and you're just like Boom. Right. Yeah, wheels, you know, just I like, needed to let go. Yeah. And, just and be actually away from focus everybody. on you and right. w- and what's happening on the inside.
1: Because I'd never done that in yeah. my life. Like I said, I was just always catering to other people and sure. not ever thinking about myself. Right. Well
2: that we're glad so you're important, thinking. Yeah. yeah, we're glad you're thinking about yourself now.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. We so think. many people go into treatment. I don't know what your experience was like, but um, they're focusing on everything. You know, they're focusing on their pets, their kids, their job, their mistress, whatever. Uh, the money they owe to their drug dealer and they're not able to really focus on why they're there to take care of themselves. And so to be able to tap into that at an early time in treatment is integral. I agree, it's
2: I agreed. agree. So so then, uh, so after, like, I mean, what did you find, what worked for you in, like, early sobriety? Like, what helped you maintain that focus?
1: Well, I always joke about it, even though it's a sensitive topic, but sure. I'm thankful for COVID and kind of, having to be secluded because uh-huh. whenever i got back that's when all that ramped up and it kind of kept because nobody could go out to the bars you know and i think that would have been a big temptation for oh, me yeah, and all my friends going mm-hmm. out and doing the things that they were doing before i left um but sober living i went to simply grace and okay. i'm forever thankful for all shout the out to, there. So, uh, to yep. simply
2: grace we love them out there yes i love them very much yeah now, did you actually just do uh, outpatient or in IOP I stayed in one or? of the homes. Oh, you did? Yeah. Okay, I didn't know I was that.
1: there for about three months. Which
2: one were you in? Uh, Colmar in oh. Plano. Oh, okay, cool. I think they still have that house. I th- right. I think, the I think they have Plano like three house. locations, so.
1: Yeah, they had like six or, I feel like they had like six or seven whenever I first came in, but I right. know they've closed some of the houses down. Oh, okay.
2: Okay. Well, and then, so how long uh, were you in that program uh, as far as the uh, sober living situation?
1: Until about June of last year. Okay, so, I, I mean, mom.
2: I don't know, like, when, when you went in and when oh, you sorry, went in Oh, sorry, my bad. Um,
1: I got out in February from uh-huh. rehab, and then I stayed at Simply Grace till around June. Oh, uh, okay. And then I moved in with my mom, and then a few months later is when I moved into my apartment that I have now. Cool. So I could get my dog back.
2: Nice. I love that. And I, t- I wish, well, if, if you saw on the uh, little, the uh, advert uh, that I had up for the show, it's uh, your dog, Kermit, and it's yeah. Kermit the Kermit dog. the dog. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love Kermit. Is Kermit was Kermit a rescue or Yeah, or a yeah? friend of
1: mine that I worked with, she found him by the airport oh, wow. about seven years ago. And yeah. I posted everywhere trying to, because he was in good shape and he's a great dog and nobody ever claimed him. I right. posted on Facebook, like next door, all those things and Sure. It was fate. Yes, it it was. was.
2: It was meant to be. Just like just like I'm looking at y'all. It I was agree. meant to be. <laughs> yeah. yeah cassie was a
0: very unexpected surprise to my life um she reached out to me through facebook through sobar and uh we met up at the truck yard and you know
1: tell that everything story. <laughs> yeah
0: let's hear it <laughs> yeah. oh this is kind of funny well, let's hear so it. she reached out to me and um you know, being a single guy, and, and uh, she reached out. <laughs> I already know where, already yeah. know where Dusty's and mind like, is going, first off. I was off. telling my mom, I was like, yeah, I'm going to meet this girl up at Truck Yard. I was like, yeah, I she's, kind of, the, she's kind of hot. Yeah, I was like, she's <laughs> good looking. I didn't really get the vibes like she was trying to like go out on a date. So I'm just going to go right. meet up with her. She said she wants to get involved with SoBar and uh, see what happens. So I get up there. We sit down. Cassie's kind of nervous. And uh, so we hit it off automatically, but then she starts talking about her ex-wife, and I was like, yeah okay she's uh-huh. not here uh-huh. for a date <laughs> bingo which was good because that you know <laughs> dates are too much pressure anyway so right um and then here we are you know inseparable pair so she's yeah my, my best friend my accountability partner um, yeah, y'all, you know. are kinda, y'all are kind of y'all are kind of like your unofi- chat.
2: y'all are y'all are each other's unofficial sponsors. Yeah, she'll China say sort. shit
0: to me that nobody else will say, so yeah. that's good. I, somebody like me needs that pop the bubble sometimes, so yeah, it works out pretty good. No, I like it. It
1: Still be intimidating, even though we're close.
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> y'all, uh, but y'all, that's my own stuff too. Right, you
1: know? like y'all ha- I said, I don't like making people mad. Yeah,
2: but. but no, but I mean, I think I think y'all are a beautiful couple. I like uh, it. I like it. You. I like it, but so okay. So you mentioned Sobar Basics. Um, you know, we never really talk about it enough. But Sobar Basics was basically uh, a, a brainchild of yours that uh, you were in the service industry. And why don't you tell the folks a little bit about it and what uh, what's going on with it? All right,
0: thanks, Kelly. Sobar yeah. Basics. Uh, it's basically Sobar, short for sober bartender. BASICS is an acronym for Bartender and Service Industry Community Support. So I came up with that when I was still living in North Padre Island. Trying to get my shit together um speaking of that
2: i don't mean to interrupt your pitch but i noticed that she got sober in padre island so is there a connection there somehow two different Padres. one's
0: south padre by Brownsville yeah. and, oh, and, and, Mexico, North padre. and the other one's by corpus christi uh, so mine's a little more suburban gotcha the south padre is a little bit more of a vacation destination uh, spring break now. Okay, three. Cool. shout out wow. right. um so yeah, so I, was, I started it down there when I was still living down there, but shortly after I moved back home up here to the DFW area, and it just kept growing and growing, and, and the premise really was just support, right? Um, and then other people wanted to be in that weren't in, in the service industry, so I was like, of course, this is an all-inclusive, multiple-pathways kind of deal. And so um, it just grew and grew, and, and now it's a big community of people here in North Texas and all of Texas, the U.S., and even people across the pond, different parts of the world, so it's where people can come anytime, 24 hours a day, share good things, things they're struggling with, and get support. Um, on, also, we do some events sometimes. We partner up with like the Phoenix. We'll mm-hmm. do in the Lake Day on October 10th out at Grapevine. So, and then people get together from inside of the group to do various things. And then other recovery communities like Skate Straight and the Phoenix, Will promote their um, activities within Sobar as well. Oh, wow, so, and I know kind of that because I,
2: I promote that
0: <laughs> heavily on uh, on Sobar. Absolutely, This pink yeah. clouds uh, always promotes in yeah. there. So whoever is welcome to really kind of promote there, as long as it's healthy and, and you know those. Cassie's an admin too, and um, if it's uh, healthy, so she we can deny it, my post. All the time. (laughs) All the time. Right? Um, So it's just a really cool thing. And so it's open for people that need support from, you know, maladaptive behaviors, uh, mental health issues, addictions of all kind. And it's multiple pathways. It's very LGBTQIA friendly. Uh, It doesn't matter if you're atheist, Christian, Jewish. It doesn't matter. Right. Um, Sober curious, um, elective sobriety. In it
2: for the long term, or maybe you just want to sober for October. It doesn't really matter. And I would say for like, you know, yeah, oh yeah, I forgot it's sober October, right? (laughs) Sober October. Sober October. But um yeah, I mean that's what I love about it. And and people are, I would say 99.9% of the time really positive and actually, you know, give some decent advice Mm -hmm. on there. So I love it about that community. There's a lot of good conversations.
0: Um, Uh, a little debate on there, but we keep it healthy and we keep it respectful. And that's really the premise of the group. Because one of the things that I saw as I was searching for online communities to be a part of is people were just jerks to each other. And, you know, you're doing it wrong. or You're going to go out and use again if you don't do it my way. And I didn't like Mm -hmm. any of that. So we, we go in there and share your story, share what works for you and um and don't shit on anybody's method of recovery cuz it might be saving their life and it's saving their life then it's a good method it's a good pathway
2: i agree i agree and then uh you know something that y'all uh do together um and we don't really uh put it out there uh enough or i feel um is the uh, north recovery uh, or north north dfw yeah recovery dharma dharma north I, dfw right.
0: yeah so cassie And Stephanie and I put together this uh, recovery. Shout out, Stephanie. what's up, Stephanie Ann? What's up, girl? Uh, And so it's been really good. Um, We're building a community. And so recovery dharma is really starting to take off in the Metroplex. And for those who don't know, it's a uh, Buddhist pathway to recovery. Uh, It's using Buddhist principles. So you don't have to be a practicing Buddhist. Um, You can be an atheist, agnostic, uh, Jewish. Um, We even have somebody in there who's Muslim. Lots of different religions. And sure. Some of us uh, who are in there practice that as our main pathway. And a lot of people, about half, I would say, utilize their 12-step recovery as uh-huh. their main pathway. And then uh, in addition to their 12-step recovery, utilize Well, Well, you know, the
2: thing that I, I have discovered about discover, or, uh, recovery dharma is that it's, it's heavy on the mindfulness mm-hmm. and, and the, the forgiveness. And sometimes you might, uh, you know, lose a little bit of that even though it tells you to do it in the in the 12 steps. But, I mean, I think this is more focused on that. And, uh, you know, it's not weird. And it's not a religious experience. I mean, I guess it can be. But it's not intended to be that way because whenever you say Buddhist, oh, well, mm-hmm. I'm out. Yeah. yeah. And I
0: think um, there's, a, there's different ways to process the word religion, too, because um, the rest of the world doesn't process it necessarily the same way we do in western culture so religion doesn't have to be this strict thing of rules a religion can just be what works for you what you're passionate and focused on Mm -hmm. so it's just a matter of perspective and it's a if you just come in and keep an open mind there's a lot of mindfulness and a meditation piece um and what's great about it is you don't have to be in recovery from chemical addiction you can be in recovery from process addiction or just some behaviors that you're not proud of that are hurting yourself or other people we have people in there in recovery from messy divorces. Mm-hmm. So you can bring other people in Yeah, your it's life. not
2: necessarily from addiction. So, yeah. I mean, it's just, yeah.
0: Well, an addiction is just basically a, a pattern of avoidance, uh-huh. a persuasive pattern of avoiding feelings. And that can be anything, right?
2: Sure. Sure. Yeah.
0: yeah. Wow, that's so good stuff. We really. Love it. <laughs> I'm like, uh, like, th- thank the you for coming on the here. show
2: today, Dusty. No, but <laughs> so what? Do you have anything to add to that? I mean, like your experience with it, or, or you know, with the recovery dharma, or, or you know, I mean, what, what is working for one said Cassie Braun said out there? Braun. Yeah.
1: Well, I wish I would have known about recovery dharma from the get go. Sure. Um, I actually connected with it, not recovery dharma, but in rehab, uh, we had a guy come in and do a guided meditation, and I was where i went was 12 step based so it was the word god gets mentioned in the book you know and that that's just something that i never related to just mm. due to that, people you know telling me i'm going to hell cuz i'm that, gay that is a like, huge
2: stumbling block for a lot of people the whole god thing and and i mean you know cuz people have to uh oh okay well there's this father time figure that we all were taught or whatever or, or experienced or santa claus or or sky daddy <laughs> but you know it's just like that's a huge stumbling block and uh and you know that's why people will say okay well don't focus on what you know i mean just right. you know go ahead but
1: when i was able to get through it i mean i just yeah I would just talk to the sky. Sure, wasn't like relating it to anything at that point. I just needed something to connect to, mm-hmm. and um, they ended up giving me guided meditations on a on a little like old school MP3 player, which helped me a lot. Um, but then coming out of rehab, I didn't really know. I still meditated, but there w- there was no program that I was going to. I was st- still attending AA meetings, and I fully believe in the program. I mean, it definitely the structure and all that mm-hmm. definitely helped me the first six months of my sobriety. Mm-hmm. Um. But then I just, I wanted to find something different. I I I, I wasn't connecting with it uh anymore. Um, And that's, I met Dusty and really community was a big part of my recovery for an additional six months. And then as we, me, Dusty, and then I met Stephanie, as we got closer, we talked about recovery dharma. And now Mm. that's, I love it.
2: Now it's a reality. You talk about it and then do it. Full sangha. That's right. Oh, Dusty <laughs> always likes to use the songa word. I like that word. It right. rolls off the tongue. Songa. <laughs>
0: this means community, right? Yeah, which you know, I think, as Cassie mentioned, community is a huge part of our recovery. Oh yeah. You know, um, because if I didn't have my community, I'd be pretty bored. And that's why one of the re- reasons why we're so like. Adamant about posting stuff on social media, um, not just because we love
2: attention, but <laughs> to show
0: people in recovery or who are new in recovery that we're having a good time. Yeah. not just every now and again, but we're having a good time every flipping that day. That was
2: that was one of the things that I was afraid of. Like if I quit, you know, if I quit drinking, man, I'm just gonna be. It's like the whole the Friends episode with the fun Bobby thing, <laughs> and like when he gets <laughs> drinking, he's just uh, that uh, is a good episode. Hi, hi, how are you? You know, but it's not like that at all. I'm still a complete jackass, so. <laughs> well, that's
1: why I chose to recover loudly. Like, yeah. at first I was nervous about posting about, it, like, if, you know, if my mom or friends, people would be embarrassed or sure. if it would affect my job. But it's been rewarding, and and I wanted people to, because I was struggling, you know. Like, mm. I, I I had my life. I had money. I had everything that, every like, the American dream, you mm-hmm. know. And to me, that's not the dream anymore. Right. like. Well, but you were, but the thing know. is, and
2: and one thing I wanted to point out is you were quietly struggling to yourself right. and probably, you know, everybody, well, oh, Cassie's fine, man. Cassie's killing it. You well, know? I didn't think
1: I was worthy of help because, like I said, my life was together. Yeah. I had a good job. I was doing everything right, taking care of myself financially, uh-huh. but emotionally yeah. I was gone. Yeah. But I've had a ton of people, well, I say a ton. I mean, to me, a ton, a good handful of people that I've gone to high school with are people that... Some people I barely even know just reach out from me being, oh yeah, what I do on Facebook, and I love that, because right? Because it's it's scary to reach out and ask oh, for help, yeah, but yeah, to yeah, see yeah, somebody yeah. else coming from the lifestyle that you came from and knowing that it's okay to recognize that and yeah. ask for help is huge.
2: Well, and and you know I've I've had that same experience as well. You know when you start you know posting stuff, I don't. And the thing is, I you know sobriety you know, isn't for everybody, you know, and I am not that guy to get up here and preach and go, Oh, well, your life sucks. If you're not sober, you know, I mean, because I had tons of great times, (laughs) you know, I mean, no doubt about it, but you know, I mean, to me, it got to a position to where it was unmanageable and I, you know, couldn't function and be the person that, I, you know, I think I was intended to be, you know, without, you know, using. So, I mean, and that's when it got to be a problem. I'm like, when I tell, when I talk to my niece, I'm like, okay, hey, man, go out, have all this fun, uh, you know. But when you start using every day or or, or overdosing, come talk to your Uncle Kelly. You oh, know? yeah, I, I can
0: relate because I've heard that people say, well, my my best day, um, my my best day using, or what is it? My worst day, my best day uh, musing is...
1: Today, Junior. <laughs> I totally lost it. It's basically
0: saying um, that... I can't. Come on, I know Forrest. I, I feel like, know I it, feel like George know W. Bush right now. I but, <laughs> um, but I had a lot of really good times when I was out there yeah, rocking sure. and rolling. And um, my worst day sober isn't better than my best day using, right. you know, because when you're sober, it doesn't mean we're not going to mm. have struggles and uphill battles and challenges. But sobriety and community and recovery give us the tools to overcome those really rough days when we're in recovery. Right. So that We can manage those issues. And, and for that, I'm grateful because I could not manage anything while I was using every little problem. I was like, nope, can't handle that drink.
2: Hey, so Brett, real quick, it says host will let you in. So just a heads up, Stephen is on. Um, But uh, so let's talk a little bit about Dogs Matter. I mean, because we were talking about the community and everything like that. Well, this is a huge, A, a huge stumbling block uh, for a lot of people um, because they have their dog and they're worried about their dog and, and what, you know, What's going to happen to my dog if I go in for treatment for 30, 60, 90? Um, you know, and and then what? Uh, how did you find them or how did you hear about them? And then what do you do with them now, Cassie?
1: I was trying to remember how I directly got involved, but I think I just saw them on Facebook, and I liked the page, and then I read up on what they did, and uh-huh. then I reached out um, to Taylor. who He's pretty much, like, runs operations. He's, he's the only... Um, person that's being physically paid with the program right now but I mean he's amazing he does so much work every day he's up late at night if people reach out Um, but I just wanted to get involved I've always loved dogs ever since I was a kid my dad brought me up I mean we've always had three to four dogs in the house Um, but I just want what made it great was combining my love for dogs and then now my love for recovery Um, and so I just wanted to get involved they didn't have people that were doing events uh, consistently. So I wanted to get involved with that because my background's in marketing and I just, I like being out and about and talking to people. So,
2: and it's cool. You get to hang out with dogs too.
1: I've met a whole lot of the dog. I've met a few dogs that have been Uh through the program, but a lot of them, even some of them are like down in Houston. I mean, they're all, they're scattered about all over the state.
2: Yeah. So, okay. So that's another thing that I was going to, you know, get to, I mean, as far as like the region goes, what, um, what uh, areas do y'all service now?
1: Mainly DFW. Okay. But we've got fosters, like I said, that are across the state. And we've had um, – Stephen, I know, can touch up more on it too. But uh-huh. I know recently – like last month or, or the last month or two, I knew somebody that – it was actually from Skate Strait, a guy from that group. He mm-hmm. volunteered to drive a dog down to Houston, I believe. Oh, wow, that's cool. So we cool. just get help from all over. Yeah, I
2: love that. I love that, I love that, I love that. Hey, so – here he is,
1: Stephen. I don't the, know what to wave.
2: The the go. founder. I know, Stephen. You can't see us, but we're here, and we look beautiful today. And so do you. <laughs> What's up, Steven? Oh, thank you. <laughs> hey, so <laughs> Stephen, yeah, we're excited to have you. I want to introduce you properly. It's Stephen Knight, and you are the founder of Dogs Matter, correct?
3: Yes, the founder and executive director of Dogs Matter.
2: I love it. I love it. Okay, so I was doing a little research, um, and, you know, I mean, obviously, I didn't know this existed because I wasn't sober until, like, 14 months ago. But, uh, you know, so it wasn't even on my radar. But once I found out about it, I was like, oh, this is great. And then I went to look, and it looked like, what, you started in 2014,
3: huh? Yeah, so a little bit about how i started it and when we started it is you know um i got sober in 2011 from meth i was a a crystal meth addict for like 18 years and it took me down to the point where i was homeless living out of my car not you know at the age of 51 thinking i'm done you know i'm ready to give up on all this life thing and uh i was kind of forced to go into treatment from legal issues, right, and thank God, yeah, and and uh, and, and I went to treatment, and and after my in, inpatient treatment, I did outpatient, and then I went to a sober living uh, housing. And one night, uh, somebody, a friend of mine, knocked on my door, and she had relapsed. She was opiates, and she was having a really hard time, and she needed to go back into um, rehab, inpatient, and you know, she had destroyed what we do. We destroy all our relationships the only relationship she usually left is our dog, you know, mm. cause they love us unconditionally. Right. And so she had this little, this little dog in her arms. And, and I remember I vividly remember the moment that the Jade, the name is Jade just kind of looked at me like, you know, she kind of chose me instead of choosing her, like help me. Mm. And then I, you know, and the girl's like, I don't know what to do with my dog. I'm going to end up having to take her down to Dallas animal services, which the likelihood she could be euthanized. Cause you know, she, she would probably you just, you know, be very aggressive at that point uh-huh. and um, so I said, let me take let me think of, you know I'll take her and I'll think about it and you know the second I took Jade you know she
2: it's she a, became a the huge second, part of my recovery the second you took Jade Dogs Matter was born <laughs> right <laughs> <laughs> yeah, essentially
3: she's my, she's my OG
2: yeah, she's yeah, your OG. She's OG. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah. Well, yeah. hey, I want to also yeah. make a big announcement. Uh, I mean, yeah, thank you for coming on my little show and our little show. I like to say actually, but um, but y- y'all are going to be on uh, Kelly Clarkson later today, correct?
3: Yeah. So we yeah. So we're scheduled to at two p.m. on uh, NBC Channel Five in the DFW area. Uh, check your local listings if you're outside the DFW area. And, yeah, we're so excited. It's a great show. I can't tell you everything that's going to happen, but it's worth tuning in. And the best thing about that is that for the first time, I really got to tell this to a national audience that I really – because I believe this 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 need is everywhere. We get phone calls from, you know, Washington, D.C. to Washington State to Florida to California all the time. Right. Like, I need help. Can you help me? And we're like, well, we're in Dallas. And, um, you know, so my goal is to make this thing go national – and really serve the people that need it. And that's what I was, was going to ask.
2: It. Yeah. I mean, I was yeah. going to ask, yeah. Are y'all, yeah. I guess you are planning to try to go national with this uh, foundation.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, right now we're working on, we're setting one up in Southern California Okay, uh, and we're, we're hopefully close to, you know, having a, like a soft opening. And we actually already have like a, we we're have a couple dogs that we are fostering there and, t- and kind of figuring out things. And then after that, you know, we, we're also looking at we, we're working with uh, some people in Portland uh, that want to want to set it up. And it's really, I mean, it's really not that difficult. I mean, I started with just like, you know, me and a few people that would foster, and you know, like a thousand dollars, somebody donated, and and it, you know, we got to really serve some dogs, and and it's you know, you, all you need is people that are willing to help and and to help a dog, you know, and allow that person to go into the. Rehab, and you know, it's like usually thirty days to ninety days, and it can change that person's life. But oh well, I I love it.
2: I love it. What you said. What is. What is it that it says under your logo? It's. uh It's. Uh, Go ahead. We'll
3: we'll take care. We'll take care of your best friend while you take care of yourself.
2: Yeah, there. And I love that message. I love that message. And okay, so so speaking of that, I had you know just kind of uh, you know. 101 questions. Are y'all actually, uh, do y'all facilitate cats as well, or is it just dogs matter right now? <laughs> or do cats that's matter? That's always a question. Oh. I do, do cats matter? They do. Uh, yeah. <laughs>
3: so, okay. So the story behind that is that I'm allergic to cats, first of all. <laughs> and so when I, so, you know, that's funny. So when I started this, I couldn't do cats, you know, because I was like, you know, probably, you know, fostering most of the, of the analysts coming in, the dogs uh-huh. coming in. So, but, but, however, we just uh, started, we're starting a partnership with Dallas Pets Alive. I don't know if you heard of them, but they're pretty big out here. And Dallas Pets Alive is going to really help, help you know, uh, do the fostering for, help us with the fostering and kind of take over that. Okay. And they're going to, they're, once they're established there, we're going to do cats. They're, they're, they're set up to do cats. Uh-huh. So to answer your question, not at the moment. But in the future, yes.
2: Okay. And then you know, I'm sure there will be birds matter and <laughs> turtles matter and <laughs> <laughs> and squirrels matter and <laughs> gerbils. Yeah. Oxygen. Yeah. Right. <clears throat> well, that's cool. So, I mean, so it just, I love it. Like all these self-starting things. Like we were talking to Dusty earlier about SOBAR Basics. and then And then, you know, to have you... Just with, uh, you know, just recognizing a need, um, you know, in the community uh, and, and doing something about it. And, and then, you know, having, I mean, because, you know, it, seem, it seems like, you know, you've been getting a lot more, you know, national recognition for this now. Um, more so in the beginning, it was just a very grassroots effort and it was just, oh, uh, hey, can you take this dog, you know? Kinda of, sorta. Of.
3: Yeah. I mean yeah, it's exactly. I mean, you know, I basically, you know, once I figured out that there's no pro you know, program, I did my research after I took Jade and thought, well, there's gotta be a program and there was absolutely nothing. So I had that clarity of like, wow, what a what a great thing to, you know, that I would be able to get to do is to start something and you know, basically I actually asked friends and family to be on my board so I could start a nonprofit, just picking anybody that would you know, that would say yes. <laughs> And uh, you know, we found a, a few families, and and that's how we started. And we it's kind of grown organically. And now we've had some. It's been very challenging too. It's not an easy program. You know, we can't do every dog, and there's a lot of you know, there's a lot of dogs that you know may be very aggressive or have a history of biting, or you know. Or you I know, looked know,
2: in. I I actually looked in and uh, on the mobile app actually, and uh, went there because I was uh, talking to my wife about being a potential foster. And, uh, you know, y'all have pretty standard questions. So if anybody actually wants to support or see about being a foster or looking for care for their pet, um, what's the best way to go? What would you tell them to do? Well,
3: the best way to go is go directly to our website, which is. Dogs matter, the number two, dot org. And, and on the website, it's very clear. And we have two applications. One application is for if you need to surrender your dog temporarily to us and you need your dog foster. The other application is for if you're interested in being a foster. And those, those um, we have like a thorough application that kind of is gonna ask about your situation. If the person's starting needing fostering that we ask them, you know their situation. We verify, we verify that they're going to go into treatment because we're not just going
2: to pick up their dog and they go out and continue to party. <laughs> right? So we yeah. Do work Here, why don't you, yeah. why don't you go ahead and just yeah. go with, you know, balls out and, uh, yeah, just take a little yeah. holiday I'll from your back, pa- I'll yeah, I'll be back when
3: I'm finished. Yeah. yeah right. Yeah, no, we don't
2: do that. <laughs> That's great. So we work
3: closely with the rehabs. We work closely with like Homerbound and Nexus and, uh, you know, uh, Burning Tree. And, you know, so we have, you have to have those partnerships as well. And we basically, you know, you know, get a contact there make sure they're, they're going. Then we do uh, kind of, you know, I know it's, you know, so at the beginning, you really can't talk to them once they're in rehab, but by the end of it, by the end of it, we um, hopefully we'll talk to the client and hopefully whoever they're working with. Cause we have, I don't know if Cassie's talking about our aftercare program. But,
2: uh, no, um, no, 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 no. Yeah.
3: So All was, you. this is the this is the best thing about what what really stands out with us is that we don't just foster the dog is in and have a reunion. We stay. We have an aftercare program that will stay with you, the client, and the dog for a year and provide services such as a recovery coach, a substance abuse counselor, uh, pet deposits, you know, uh, you know, food, medical, all those things. Because our our goal is we want to you know the first year of recovery is really hard and there could be a relapse and you know, there just could be, uh, you know, we want to make sure that we're the safety net for the dog and the person. Yeah, you know, no, and I, I, to, I
2: like so the way. I like the fact that you include the person in there. I mean, I think that's really important, you know, I mean, because that y'all have the recovery coach, uh, obviously not for the dog. but <laughs> <Could be. laughs> Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> could be. But no, but I, I love yeah. that aspect of it that you actually focus on, you know, on the person as well. Um, and so if somebody wants to, you know, see, I mean, does it, does it cost money? I mean, that's a basic question.
3: Oh, no, it's a, it's a very good question because uh-huh. our, you know, our our services are absolutely one hundred percent free. Mm-hmm. And and you know, it's really expensive to have a dog. It's really oh yeah, I mean, how how
2: much is it to board a dog and a night, like for a month? I don't even
1: know, but I don't. Yeah, I know it's a, it's expensive. It, it could easily be like
3: you know fifty to hundred bucks a night.
2: Yeah, you yeah, know, something it's like that. that.
3: But the minimum would probably, the minimum would be probably forty five or fifty. Yeah. So think about it. Yeah, know, yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. And if you know, yeah, and we'll and if need be, if that person needs to go into um, rehab immediately, you know, we'll, we work with we do work with like Velvet Snout and some other places where give, they do give us a discount, but we'll board them up until we can find the right place for them because you know there's that window when somebody makes a decision to go into treatment mm-hmm. and and go yeah you know before they change yeah before they have so too much time
2: hard. to think about it. <laughs>
1: I know perky right. tails
3: yeah, I themself- yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, you know, they all think themselves out of it. So we want to oh, yeah. be able to work really quickly mm. and you know grab that dog and get them wherever that we can, so the person can go into rehab. So right. uh But yeah, so but, you know, if, if anybody wanted to like try to do this on their own and board a dog or find or find a pet sitter, you know, that oh, you know, yeah. might take care of the dog. It's gonna cost
2: thousands of dollars oh yeah for sure well and and then also also do you have like because this is another question because if i'm uh you know an addict uh and and looking for a home for my dog i want to know hey what do you do as a background check on these people to make sure you know it's not like some puppy mill yeah. <laughs> you know <laughs>
3: yeah well we, you know, we have a thorough application that uh-huh. really, you know, kind of vets them. And, and then we also have a conversation, you know, we were doing site visits. We haven't done too much because of COVID, but we're really hands-on. And now that now that, uh, Dallas Pest Wives is going to be helping us, they're going to even vet more to, to really make sure that people are right. But here's, I mean, the really, the, honestly, most of our fosters are – you know, a lot of people that that are friends of friends that we know, and a lot of people in recovery. If you're in recovery, you have some long term recovery. It can be a wonderful experience for you to foster a dog, knowing that you're helping another addict, because that's what keeps us sober.
2: Right. I uh, know. I agree. I agree. So you said Dallas Pet Lives. So that's somebody that you're working with. And now, are they a fostering program? um, for quote unquote, normal people or whatever.
3: So, yeah, Dallas Alive is uh, like a, you know, it's like the SPCA, it's not as big, but ah. it, they, they, they foster them to find other homes, but they also have a program they started a few years ago that's similar to us, mm-hmm. but they also deal with people that may just have mental illness or cancer have to be in the hospital uh,
1: and they oh. need temporary
3: fostering or okay. you know, temporary or rehoming. So yeah, yeah. B- because they have the expertise on the, on fostering, and because you know they do, they're the only ones that we found that d- besides us that do temporary fostering. Are pr- the problem with you know most people that do want to you know go to SBCA and, and surrender the dog, they're not going to get it back, you know, mm-hmm. and yeah, they'll never see that dog again. They'll, put, they'll be put on even if they get out of even if they get out of treatment, and they want to try to go get the dog again. They'll be put on a list. They cannot get that dog again. It's complete a surrender. Right. Um, and so what. What and this needs to be done, I think, in so many other places uh, and other, you know, other types of of, of uh, needs that you know we're saying, yeah, you can surrender the program and you can surrender the dog, and you can get it back if we do A, B, and C, you know, mm-hmm. and stay healthy.
2: Well, cool, man. I think you're doing good stuff, and I love it that you're, uh, you know, you're you're trying to branch out and go national. And I hope you, you know, you get that funding and those resources, uh, you know, in order for it to happen, because it's definitely, uh, y- you know, something that is a stumbling block for people, um, you know, wanting wanting recovery. Because I've had several people contact me and go, well, what am I going to do with my dog? You know, so I think it's I think it's a great thing that you're addressing here. And uh, I want to also give that uh, that uh, address again. That's dogs uh, matter Two, like the number two dot org. Mm -hmm. And they can go there. Mm -hmm. They can donate. They can sign up. Mm -hmm. And this is I'm looking at the camera. They can sign up to be a foster. (laughs) I I had to do my close up there. But, uh, yeah, they can sign up to be a foster and then find out more about the organization. Right.
3: Yeah, yeah, they can find out, they can, you know, I mean, we we run, um, if it the donations, we wouldn't exist, you know, oh, yeah. we're still, we have a few, you know, small grants and foundations, get a little bit of money, but it's, it's the supporters, it's the individual donate donors that keep us going, and Sure. we've grown, up, we've grown over, you know, because of COVID, and, and this past year, more people adopted dogs than ever, and, and more people need rehab more than ever, so mm. we're, we've grown 200%. Since January, and we we don't see it slowing down. We see it getting busier. So every every dollar helps, and you know, and every every foster family can make a difference.
2: Right. And so, okay, so you are like uh, you're the full time employee, but I hear you also have another full time employee, a uh, guy. And Cassie was uh, mentioning uh, Taylor. A, Taylor, yeah. So uh, yeah,
3: no, I'm actually, I'm actually Taylor's. Taylor's. Uh, He's is the only full time. I volunteer. My services are volunteer for now.
2: Yeah. Sure. <laughs>
3: Yeah. My goal is, I mean, my goal is that I would love to, if we can raise the money and we can get to that level. Yeah. I want to come on full time, but I, you know, I'm also a substance abuse counselor. i LCDC at a really great organization called Legacy Cares. And I, I'm the cool. program director of the outpatient program.
2: Wow. So you you yeah you got that and then that now all of a sudden dogs dogs matter and then uh oh shoot man yeah, 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 yeah. no I yeah. I got gotcha. you and then but I mean a, a lot of people are like uh, Cassie here uh, you know volunteers I mean just volunteers uh, do y'all have any like fundraisers coming up because I know y'all have, y'all have done events at the truck yard and I don't know if you have some info or if Cassie has some info or. Me and Taylor,
1: I actually saved something the other day, and then Taylor sent me a link it, mm-hmm. up for the same event that I had saved. It's called, like, Puptopia, I believe. Okay. It's at the end of October. So I'm going to be contacting them to see if we can set up a table of some kind and, and be out there for that event. It's okay. down in Dallas.
0: Oh, okay. Cool, cool. Well, I got to volunteer at an event one time. What's up, Steven? I just wanted to share this. I thought it was so cool. So people who are just coming up, they wanted to donate. They were really excited about it. But I thought it was kind of funny too because they would just see Dogs Matter and they'd either have their dogs there and like, we don't care what it's about. We just want to help support dogs. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, well, cool. That works too, you know? Yeah. You know, we don't care about all that addiction stuff. We just want to help the dogs. I just thought that was hilarious. But uh, people were very receptive mm-hmm. to the cause when they were able to stop and kind of learn about what Dogs Matter is all about. And so it's been really exciting because I first learned about it right after the inception of Dogs Matter. And so now uh, to be able to, to meet Steven and, of course, to, to be friends with Cassie and to be able to uh, participate in a couple of events has been really exciting.
2: Sweet. Well, I love it, Steven. And keep up the good work. And if they want to catch more of you, they can see you today at 2 p.m. Uh, that would be Central Standard Time here in the DFW area on the Kelly Clarkson show, right? And you actually That's flew, you flew, uh, flew out. flew NBC. Flew out, so today is we're announcing your debut, right? Yeah, hey. dude, I got the hot scoop here. <laughs> I hey,
1: I
3: haven't, I haven't, I haven't seen the show yet, so I'm a little nervous. I hope I did, you know. I'm sure you did, Cory.
2: Right. We'll see. We'll we'll see how they edited. (laughs) The editing came out.
3: We'll see how the the critics go after me. (laughs) Right,
2: right, right. Well, hey, man, I love what you're doing, and I I appreciate you uh, taking time for us today because obviously you're a busy dude. But, like, once again, please go, you know, donate. If you can't donate money, donate you know your time or or foster a pet, man. Because uh, what they have going on is a good thing and definitely is a, a hole that needs to be filled, you know. Yeah. So thanks, Steve. Uh, well, can I say one last thing? Yeah, I really please, thank, please do. Uh, I,
3: I really, I really want to thank you know Cassie and Dusty uh, for you know really making a difference and our volunteers and our foster families. That's also you know keeping us going, they're the heart of it, and i I love being able to work with people that are very passionate and and support this mission and we have so many great volunteers and foster families, and I just want to thank them and really appreciate their help
1: Thank you, Steven. <laughs> and Taylor
2: <laughs> that's where you say you welcome guys uh, and, and, and course, the, <laughs> I haven't done course, anything much Taylor, really
1: I, I just support the the cause.
3: yeah. <laughs> yeah and taylor you know taylor's not a volunteer he gets paid but he, like he does work his butt off
1: but yes he does
3: yeah and he you know i i could not have done this without him you know he took us from a very small non and he really met, put us here to go to national level so yeah. i appreciate everything
2: he does as well he knows it <laughs> he better yeah right <laughs> you hear that <laughs> all right well thanks again man we'll let you get back to work dude and uh Okay. Thank, thanks for what you're doing, man. I really appreciate it. Yeah. Okay. Appreciate
3: your time. I appreciate you having me on. Yeah. Thanks, thanks for Stephen. coming on, Stephen. Bye, I appreciate Stephen. it. Hey, anytime
2: right. you have anything coming up, let me know, and we'll plug it on the show. So, all right. great. All right. Thanks, Stephen. Bye, guys. All right. all right. Well, that was cool. Yep. Cool. Live remote. Live, Live remote, remote from Stephen's house. <laughs> 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 hey, real quick, want to get to our sponsors. That would be Summer Sky. Dot us That is summersky.us, and that is 888-857-8857. Once again, that is 888-857-8857. Uh, that is a rehab facility in Stephenville, Texas. I went there to get sober. You can, too. Oh, also, uh, you know, if you're out there on any other formats, uh, you can type in this pink cloud. I never plugged this, but we're actually in podcast format. Mm -hmm. So we're on, should be on all the Google Play, right? And... What do th- what do the kids use? Spotify. Spotify. The kids. The kids. <laughs> the Is that kids. a kid thing? <laughs> no, I, I use <laughs> Spotify too. I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just I just like to sound old. <laughs> Napster. Yeah, Napster, dude. <laughs> <laughs> on, the, on my on my MySpace page. <laughs> I try to do. I back get back into my
0: MySpace. I, I cannot get into
2: it. <laughs> well, you can probably s- uh, you know forgot password kind of thing, right? I don't now. have that That goes that on to there. like
1: my old Hotmail.
2: <laughs> your yeah. old, your like, AOL. Yeah. Billy yeah. Goat, Texas. Hey. Some shit like that. Billy Goat, know. Texas. Nice, <laughs> nice, nice. Well, uh, yeah, so. Um, Anything going on? I mean, I, I know we kind of cut your story off short, but or I don't know. No, I'm good. Anything? I <laughs> was <good>? nervous <laughs> enough about you, that. You, <laughs> got, you got that out of the way? I was going to cry. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that was sweet. That was sweet. Well, I mean, you know, if any of you guys, uh, you know, have shouts out or anything like that, uh, anything you want to plug, upcoming events, uh, all that good stuff. Just Anybody? to
1: follow the Dogs Matter page. Like I said, I mean. September was kind of busy for me personally. I had a lot going on every weekend. Um, but October, I'm, an, I'm planning on trying to do some more events on the weekends, possibly even a weeknight at the Shacks, like mm-hmm. different dog parks, stuff like that. So Right. And Lucy Lou Dog Treats, they're a partner of ours. Um, oh, cool. They're, they do a ton of events every weekend at, like, the markets that are on Saturdays in Dallas. Uh-huh. Um, so I'm going to probably go... Hook up with her and do some co-branding events with her, but we keep everything on the Facebook page and on the website. So cool,
2: I love it. And then uh, if they if people want to see y'all in person, they can just uh, stalk y'all at the uh, really? at, at the uh, at the Recovery Dharma, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. So we have a uh, Recovery Dharma uh, North DFW. We do that at seven p.m. every Wednesday night. So all are welcome. Come on out and hang out with us. Um, also on October tenth, Sunday, we're probably going to be doing the Day at the Lake with the Phoenix uh, Dallas group, so that's always a lot of fun. Noon to 3, we'll have kayaks and paddle boards and mountain bikes and volleyball and lots of food. That sounds so unfun. It's so cool. <laughs> um, it's always a good turnout, and the weather's nice. It's not super hot right now, so right. it's going to be uh, beautiful. That's my favorite month. And my last shout-out, I just want to shout-out to the team at Texoma Community Center, Substance Use Disorder Department. We have a great team out there. We have a medication-assisted treatment Slash Medicaid Assisted Recovery Program uh-huh. out there. We have a, a Recovery Support Systems program with uh, Dan and Carla. Um, so we have a. Are we talking program. Dirty Dan? Dirty Dan.
2: <laughs> Dan Nybrand, Knucklehead Recovery yeah. shout out. Yeah. Is that so, how you say yeah. his last name? Nybrand. Yeah, mm-hmm. Nybrand. Is it Nybrand? Yeah, Nybrand. something new. Well, well, Nybrand from Texas. Nybrand. How did, how did, how did, how did I think I
1: said it like, I mean, in my head, I don't think I've ever said it out loud. How many But t- like Nybrand. How is many times how do I you get
2: it? the Cassie Casey thing?
1: That and Kathy, like oh, I Kathy. have a lisp or something. I don't know. <laughs> hey, Kathy, <laughs> or schlassy. That's my favorite. Uh, people walk up, are you Schmlassy? And yeah. then hearing the different ways that people. Well, pronounce it's it. funny
2: because like on your Facebook, you're actually spelled sh- for a reason. Yeah. Well, it used to be
1: classy Cassie, and then I changed it to Schmlassy. But that that story's not appropriate. <laughs> that's for not the appropriate. Yeah. Oh, well, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's you that's you a different thing. Go Anything goes. You here. can. I
2: mean, we've got a couple minutes.
1: All right. Uh, (laughs) Back when I was drinking, my friend's daughter turned a corner, and she was wearing a scarf, and it was like a pink ball and a string, a pink ball and a string, and it looked like anal beads. Right. So I – I, the daughter was there, and I coded it, so she didn't know what I was saying. I said, her scarf looks like Schmanel Schmied's, <laughs> And so the rest of the night, we started talking like that, and then I just, on a whim, decided to change Classy Cassie to Schmassy Schmassy, and yeah. now it's been a thing and for that, over 10 and years And now it makes you impossible
2: to tag, like, uh, <laughs> if I'm trying Sometimes, to Sometimes, some you, people's,
1: yeah. it'll still revert to Classy Cassie. Yeah. I've seen, some people have told me that, but. Huh,
2: I still can't spell it.
1: <laughs> a yeah. lot of people can't.
2: I, I, no, I actually <laughs> have to go S-H-M. Yeah, do that whole thing. But anyway, yeah, so did you have any shouts out, uh, any people in your life that you want to thank or that have been, you know, besides your yeah, lovely life partner, Dusty?
1: No, Dusty's definitely been a big part, and Stephanie. And yeah, Stephanie and
2: Myth America. Yeah, yeah. Myth America. Right. Kathy.
1: Mm-hmm. Um just my mom and the friends that have stuck around that aren't in my sober community.
2: You sure? Yeah, no, no, no. I, I think mean, I love
1: my sober community, don't get me wrong, but right. a lot of that, like, the core of where I came from is, is very important to me, and I've, I've learned who my friends are and who they aren't, and I just appreciate the people that are still in my life and that have been there with me throughout this whole process. Right,
2: right, right, right. Dusty, did you have any closing words? Just, you know, if you're in need
0: of substance use treatment or mental health treatment, you're in the... Grayson, Cook, or Fannin County areas, um, give us a call. Give me a call. I'm at dburrows at texomacc.org, or go to texomacc.org. Check out the website, and our services there. And even if you live outside of there and you need some help, hit me up. Call me, Facebook, uh, TikTok, Instagram. I'm pretty easy to find, and I would be happy to help you out.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I I have tons of people hit me up from Florida, which I'm going to Florida actually today. so i will be playing out there Uh, catch me in orlando florida saturday if you want to see me do the wicka wicka dj (laughs) thing (laughs) 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 um, um, Well, shout um, out to um.
0: you kelly um you're always building everybody else up but if you have access to soundcloud kelly's got some unreleased tracks out there and it's musical caffeine to your ears like (laughs) i listen to it every day on the way to work and it's better it's well if you put caffeine and the music together
2: Dude, is
1: it like techno out. mixes or it? Uh, yeah, it's
2: like house house music, yeah. I guess. Ed, EDM, whatever those kids are calling it these whatever days. Whatever the kids are calling it. Yeah. Uh, whatever the kids are calling it, I'm making it. Yeah. So <laughs> so it's like a mix of uh, all uh, you know, all original tracks. So. It's good stuff. Man. So if you don't like a certain song then Don't tell me that. Yeah, right around
0: the twelve minute mark is like the the honey hole right there. (laughs) That's the sweet spot for you, dude.
2: (laughs) That's where your caffeine kicks in. That's where everything kicks in right there. All right, dude. Well good to know. Good to know. But hey, I have a comment, I'll leave it alone. (laughs) (laughs) Feel free to bring it. (laughs) Nobody's nobody knows. Nobody's listening. It's they've already They've already already tuned out by this (laughs) point. (laughs) They've already gone eh, whatever. Hey, but uh, next week I do have uh caleb stewart he's he's uh written a book he's a young man that uh you know uh started his journey he's i I, he was saying that he was like 17 when he started writing this book and now he's like 23 but he's been a sober cat for a while and it's about his story and then exciting news and you'll be back on this episode uh quincy carter Quincy Carter from the Georgia Bulldogs and a little team called the Dallas Cowboys. He's going to be on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're excited to have him on. Uh, Once again, please uh, reach out to Dogs Matter if you can foster. Do that. And that is Dogs Matter and the number two dot org. And, uh, you know, volunteer your time. Be a good person. Stand up. Quit being an a-hole. No, I'm just kidding. But uh, anyway, I guess, uh, Brett, will wrap it up for today. If you could play us out there, maestro. Uh, as Brett's sleeping over Brett's yeah, like, <laughs> like oh, whatever. <laughs> hey, well, I appreciate y'all uh, tuning in. Be sure and tune in next week. Be sure and like our YouTube channel. Be sure and comment. Like, share, all that good stuff. Hey, and remember, there is no magic pill for sobriety. Because if there was, we would all take too many. Love you guys.
1: Bye. drop the buck on that